Professor Dankmeyer, County Clerk, good morning, and thanks very much for talking with us. Thank you for having me. Are you ready? We're ready. We're always ready for elections. It seems that's the only thing we're doing these days. Yeah, yikes. No kidding. So uh, what do you tell people? How can you assure uh, listeners this morning that next Tuesday's uh, election will be uh, legit? Well, it's legit because all the elections up to this point have also been legit. You know, you go to the the polling place, your name is on the poll book, which means you've registered to vote, you're given a ballot, it's gone through the tabulator, it gets counted. After the election, we canvass the results, we compare the number of voters on the poll book with the ballots put through the machine, we compare that with the number of ballots cast. You know, everything matches up, and this is the process we do with every single election, and if there's ever any anomalies that we can't explain, that's when we'll open up an investigation and dig deeper. But we've never had that point where there's been anomalies that haven't been explained. All right. So uh, what about uh, somebody asked me, uh, when you talk to that girl, by the way, that's you, uh, (laughs) ask her about drop boxes. Does uh, the city of La Crosse still allows or still has ballot drop boxes? Is that correct? Well, the City of La Crosse has a drop box at City Hall, as several municipalities within the La Crosse County have drop boxes. Um, Most of them used grant money that was given because of COVID to install drop boxes outside their town halls so people wouldn't have to rely on the mail to get their ballots back. So there are many municipalities that have a, which is one, drop box at their town, city, or village hall for people to drop their absentee ballots in. There's not drop boxes randomly placed around the city. There's just one drop box at City Hall. All right. And, and is that, uh, is it glued down or it, you can't steal it uh, or mess with it, to crack it open and put a bunch of other ballots in there? How do you know that the ballots that are in that box are all legit? Well, those, that machine, that drop box is sealed. There's tamper evidence seals. They are checked every day when they're opened, emptied out of the absentee ballots, and a new seal is put on there, and then that is all logged. So, um, you know, can you say anybody can seal it? Well, if you put enough effort into it, you probably can steal anything, but it's definitely going to take some effort, and it's definitely going to be on camera, and the city cop place is right there, too. So I don't necessarily suggest trying to steal the drop box, but it's as secure as can be considering. Right. Well, and as, as secure as can be. Uh, do you run into people uh, still these days even that uh, are concerned about, uh, uh, like, the state of Wisconsin election that's coming up on Tuesday? It's it's, uh, it's not – maybe it's just a federal issue that people have concerns about uh, 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 voter uh, uh, tampering, uh, election result tampering, uh, but that has not been an issue for western Wisconsin, has it? No, we haven't seen the issues here, and you know maybe with federal elections because those are going, you know, on throughout the entire United States versus just you know the state of Wisconsin. So I think more stuff is brought up, and something that happened over in you know Kentucky, people are like, oh well, that happened here, and it's like, well, everything gets shared on Facebook, and you don't realize where it happened, and what happens there isn't necessarily what happens here. So sure. you know we have to blame a lot of the misinformation out there on social media and stuff being shared. Uh, here's a question from a listener: What safety precautions are in place to ensure that stuffing the drop box doesn't happen? Well, in order to get an absentee ballot, you have to be a registered voter. You have to have a request on file. The clerk mails it to you. When that ballot is put into that drop box, the clerk checks to see that I indeed mailed you an absentee ballot and that it's been returned. If you return a second absentee ballot, the clerk will check into that, and the first absentee ballot will be canceled. The second one will be accepted. So, you know, 
to stuff the Dropbox, you'd have to get your hands on ballots, which are going to be secured. So it'd be hard to do. You'd also have to get the certificate envelopes, which you probably could create somehow, but they're not going to look the same as what the city has. So there are security steps in place to prevent people from sending back multiple absentee ballots. I remember back in the day when two forms of identification was sufficient to vote, uh, you know, a, a credit card bill or your uh, some kind of bill that shows your name and address. Are those two forms of ID still accepted at the polls? Well, you need proof of residency when you register to vote. So that doesn't necessarily have to be a photo ID, and that's what can be a credit card statement, a utility bill, cell phone bill. That's to register to vote. So that's if you haven't voted at that polling place before, if you've just moved or if your name has changed because you got married or divorced, et cetera, et cetera. In order to receive your ballot at the polling place, you need to have an acceptable photo ID. So that's going to be your driver's license. Um, That's going to be your photo or your passport. Those documents don't have to have your current address on it because we're not looking at that. We're just going to look at your photo, your name, and is it unexpired. Ah, so there you go. You feel confident that uh, next Tuesday's election, at least here in western Wisconsin, will be completely above board? Um, I, yes, I have all the confidence in the world. The clerks are ready. You know, we're prepared. We've ordered the ballots. You know, everything's secure. We're doing the same thing we've always done. We're putting COVID safety precautions in there to make sure people are safe when they come to the polls. So, you know, we're ready for, for the April election. Uh, when I uh, – one more question. I'm out of time, but I just want to throw this one in. When I first registered to vote in on Alaska a couple of years ago, they never asked me for a piece of mail to prove where I lived. Uh, nor my ID. Was that a mistake by the poll worker? Yeah, I mean, they, they would have had to ask you for, when you register to vote, you're required to show proof of residency and or photo ID when receiving your ballot. Right. So, if so you, you something must have been provided to them, or you must have been already registered in order for that to happen. Yeah, all right. Well, I appreciate uh, Jenny Denkmeyer. Thank you uh, very much for talking with us this morning, already late, but I appreciate it. If we get more questions, I'll call you back. In the meantime, don't forget the election is uh, next to week from today. And uh, look for that email from my friend who wants to fix your uh, your driveway. Yes, thank you. You bet. Just, just letting you know. Jenny Dinkmeyer, thanks.